It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? This is your host, The Real Ed Oliver. You can follow me on Twitter at E-D-T-O-O-F-L-A-T-T. Today, we're talking about the Wizards schedule was just released for the 2022-2023 season. So um, I just want to talk about the revenge games, the back-to-backs, the toughest part of the schedule. Um, some of the guys are coming back. I know a lot of people are looking forward to John Wall coming back. Uh, that game is at home December 10th. So that's something to schedule to circle on your schedule. Um, of course, when Chris Taps goes back to Dallas, that will be January 24th. But I do just want to break down the nuances of the schedule, how many national TV games they have, and then also the strength of the first uh, 20, first 10 to 20 games. And uh, also at the end, towards the end, I will predict their uh, 10 games. So it's not like the NFL schedule where it's only 16 games where you just like win loss, win loss. It's too many games to do that, 82 games. But the schedule is out. Of course, they do have the two preseason games, uh, September 30th in Japan. Uh, showcasing Rui Hachimura and the, the rest of the Wizards against the Golden State Warriors. But all right, so let's let's talk about the first ten games or what really stands out here. So uh, what I have written down here: the season they open it up against the Indiana Pacers. So the Pacers, they're a solid team. They they brought in you know they they still have Chris Duarte. They drafted Benedict Matherin. They brought in uh, Chirese Halliburton. So they, they really have a solid team. So the Wizards open up at Indiana 7 o'clock on October 19th. Then they play against at their first home game is the 21st, which is a Friday against the Chicago Bulls. So that is one of the games that I'm really looking forward to. That is a game where the Wizards really have a measuring stick there. Last year they played really well against the Chicago Bulls. They, they took them down to the wire. And that game against DeMar DeRozan, and DeMar DeRozan hit that buzzer beater back, breaking three. So the Wizards do have five national TV games. If you consider them national TV games, they have two games on NBA TV. They have one ESPN game against the Pacers, the opening game on the – I'm sorry, no, November 28th, they play uh, at the Pacers on ESPN. And then they have a TNT game February 28th at the Hawks. They have an MLK game against the Warriors on the 16th. So that is one of their uh, national television games as well. So they have five national television games, two NBA TV games, one on ESPN and one on TNT. Now, I only really consider national TV games the ones that are on ESPN, ABC, or TNT. You know, NBA TV, you kind of have to have a cable package. I know it's 2023. Nobody really has cable like that. But you have to have, you know, an extra cable package where – you, all you have to have is just basic TV to watch them on ABC, really on ESPN, on, on TNT as well. So, and it just gives that national TV feel where you know you listen to Charles Barkley, you listen to Shaq and Kenny. So it really gives you that national TV feel, especially on ABC. You know, Mark Jackson and Van Gundy. So uh, that's what gives me that 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 national TV feel. 
it, it feels so weird. The Wizards only have really two national TV games now. Back in 2017, that's when the Wizards were loaded with national TV games. That was the year where John Wall hit the three against the Celtics and, you know, stood on the scorer's table and said, this is my house. That's when the Wizards, you know, that's when the Wizards were most relevant in recent years. They had 18 national TV games. Now they only have two national TV games. They didn't have many national TV games last year. And just to compare the Wizards national TV games against everybody else, the Warriors have 30 national TV games. These are the ones that are on ESPN, ABC, and TNT. The Warriors have 30. The Lakers have 27. The Wizards have two. The Pistons have one. The, the Houston Rockets have one. The Pacers have one. The Thunder only have one. The Magic, Kings, Spurs, and Jazz have one. So we're all grouped into that same section. Um, of course, the Wizards can gain more national TV games. They just have to earn that respect, put some respect on the Wizards' name. But as of right now, they only have two national team national TV games. Now, they will play <clears throat> excuse me, four games on holidays, including uh, Halloween against the Sixers. The Wizards did a good job against the Sixers last year. They beat them twice. Uh, Kyle Kuzma with the, with the nasty dunk on Joel Embiid and the, and the uh, game-sealing block. Also, they beat the Sixers by 20 points. So that will be a good matchup as well against Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tobias Harris. Excited to see that. New Year's Day, they play at Milwaukee against the Bucks, And like I said before, MLK Day, they play against the Golden State Warriors. Easter Sunday, they play against Houston. So they have a good amount of holiday games. They don't play on Christmas, so they're not on that national TV spotlight um, as expected. But they do have a couple of holiday games. So this is their first Easter game since the 2017-2018 season. So... The, the schedule does start out somewhat in their favor because of the home games. They have a good amount of home games to start out. So this last year, and they didn't take advantage of that either. So I wouldn't take too much stock in that. But looking at home, they did play better at home than they did at the, on the road last year. Um, so they do have 14 back-to-backs. Three of those back-to-backs will involve no travel games on December 17th. They'll face the Clippers, Clippers, the LA Clippers in Los Angeles. The next night, they'll face the Lakers. Two back-to-backs will be in D.C., November 12th and 13th, and December 27th to, to the 18th. So the NBA average, you look at the schedule, they averaged about – every team had about you know 13 to 14. The average was 13.3 back-to-back. So um, they start out in 11 of Washington's first 17 games of the season. They will be played at home. Washington closes the schedule with 14 of the final 20 games played at Capital One Arena. So the beginning of the season and the end of the season, they have a lot of home games. They have to take advantage of that. They have to take advantage of that. But like I said, I wouldn't take too much stock into that because last year they, they they really didn't take advantage of that at all. I remember you know people were talking about, oh, they have all these home games. It's, it's, a, it's a grand opportunity to take advantage of it, but they did not. So um, I do want to get to some of the revenge games. Of course, you know, the Nuggets game, the Dallas game. I wouldn't call the, the, the Nuggets game somewhat of a revenge game, but I do want to get to some of the Wizards rivalry stuff. They did not get included in the rivalry week. They were not including that. The Wizards don't really have a rival, but the Wizards, the NBA, they started something called a rivalry week with the you know Celtics versus the Warriors. No, I mean, sorry, the Celtics versus the Lakers. Um, I want to say it's the Boston Celtics versus the Heat. So they started off, the NBA decided to start up a rivalry. The Wizards did not make the cut for that. But, you know, they got to play better and, and start a rivalry uh, to gain that. So, uh, but before I do get to some some parts of the schedule, like, you know, where they rank in the toughest schedule in their first 20 games, uh, home, home and away and back-to-backs, this episode is brought to you by Bet online football season is here to start, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. You got to put your bets in. 
I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. And makes for your second listen, make Locked On NBA your second listen. We are free and available wherever you wherever you get podcasts. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports, wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline with a game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so the game that I wrote down, November 10th at home versus the Dallas Mavericks. The Wizards swept the Dallas Mavericks last year. They they blew out the Mavericks in the second game when Spencer Dinwiddie came back and Davies Bertans came back. They did get a tribute video. I was questioning why they got a tribute video, but that's the game I'm definitely circling. You know, Chris Tapps and, and Luca. you know, I'm not going to say they have bad blood, but the chemistry just did not work out. So I'm intrigued to see that. Chris Tapps looked very motivated in that game, put up, you know, 20-plus points and a good amount of rebounds. So he, he played a really good game, and they just – it looked like something was there. The energy was there. I want the Wizards to play with that type of energy, that chip on their shoulder. Like they had something to prove, you know, in that game. And I was happy to see them come out with some urgency and, and, and you know, throw the first punch against the Dallas Mavericks. So I was happy about that win. So November 10th at home against, against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, there, there also is a away series. There's a, a, a series where they play each team twice. Well, not each team twice, but they play the Miami uh, Heat Twice they go to Miami in back-to-back games. Uh, I want to look up that part of the schedule. So they play Miami back-to-back in the 23rd and 25th at Miami. So they have a Miami road trip. So uh, another game that stood out to me was the Lakers at home, 6 p.m. December 4th. Um, LeBron just signed his two-year, $97 million extension. So I know that game is going to be very packed. Um, They play the Clippers at home, John Wall, December 10th. This will be his tribute game where, you know, fans will be there. He did play for the Rockets in 2020 where he did come back to D.C. They, did, they made a tribute video. He didn't even look at the Jumbotron, um, but and there were no fans there because of the, uh, you know, health and safety protocol. So this will be the first time, you know, what kind of ovation he, is he going to get? Is there going to be a lot of cheers? Of course, there's going to be a lot of cheers. He's going to hit the Dougie. You know, what's going to happen? You know, so it will be intriguing to see John Wall come back. Uh, I know he's going to get a, a very warm tribute, probably standing ovation from Wizards fans. So um, December 14th, the Wizards play at Denver. They play at the Denver Nuggets. Of course, you know, Wes until Jr. was an assistant coach for the Denver Nuggets. Will Barton, they just traded for Will Barton. So Will the Thrill goes back to Denver. Mr. Nugget, Monte Morris goes back to Denver. Of course, we're playing against KCP. Um, you know, Jokic and Wes until Jr. have a strong relationship. So, that one will be a homecoming for Monte Morris and Will Barton. Will Barton is the all-time leader in three-pointers made for the Denver Nuggets. So he has a lot. He has a long, rich history with the Denver Nuggets. Made the playoffs multiple seasons with the Denver Nuggets. So they probably, most likely, they will get a, a they they will be getting a tribute video and a standing ovation. So that is intriguing to see. Um, January first and third, we play against the Milwaukee Bucks. So that is a back-to-back series, like a kind of like a 
a, a double series where we play at their at their at Milwaukee January first and January third. Um, now January twenty fourth is where we play at Dallas, so that will be the first time that Porzingis will be playing at the Mavericks. Uh, so he most likely will be getting a tribute video. Will, will he get a warm welcome from the Dallas Mavericks fans? We'll see about that. So uh, I guess I'll call I, I we could somewhat call that a revenge game for uh, for Chris S. Porzingis, you know. So that one will be intriguing for sure. Um, Delon Wright, he will have a, somewhat of a revenge game for him against the Hawks at home, March eighth and tenth. Also, Ish Smith is on the Nuggets too, so. You know, when we do play the Nuggets at home, you know, of course, he's gotten some numerous. We don't play the Nuggets until at home until the 22nd. So he's got numerous tribute videos from the Wizards, I feel like. So he definitely will get a, a, a tribute video. KCP definitely will get a tribute video. As the Wizards always give out tribute videos all the time. So that, that game will be intriguing as well. Um, now let's get to some of the analytics of the schedule here. So this is from Hardwood uh, Paroxym on Twitter. The, through the first 20 games, the Wizards have the 13th toughest schedule in, in the NBA. They have 11 home games and nine away games. They have three back-to-backs and the fourth fewest miles traveled. So they play against – they play against um, – they, they start out, like I said, against the Pacers So in their, in their first 20 games. So it's, it's – it's, I wouldn't say it's – it's a, it's a schedule they could definitely take advantage. It's a, it's a, it's a schedule they could definitely take advantage for sure. Um, their longest road trip this season will be an 11-day, six-game trip out west. They'll play in Denver on December 14th, Los Angeles on December 17th at the Clippers, and December 18th at the Lakers, Phoenix, December 20th, and Salt Lake City, December 22nd, and Sacramento on the 20, 23rd. So that will be their West Coast road trip on, on in December 14th, right before Christmas. They will be going out of town, so a lot of 10 o'clock games in December right there towards the end of Christmas. So like I said, they have 14 back-to-backs. Um, they'll, be, they'll be going out west. So um, the Wizards' schedule—it's—it's—it's it's, it's intriguing. I'm excited to see it. I'm really excited for the season for sure. And rivalry week, like I said, it includes the Celtics versus Heat, Clippers versus Lakers, and the Nets versus Sixers with James Harden, Ben, ben Simmons. So that one definitely will be a, a rivalry for sure. That definitely will be a rivalry. So, all right, we'll wrap up here predicting the first 10 games of the season here. Um, last year, the Wizards started off 7-3. and three. They started off hot 10-3. and three. And then, of course, we know it just unraveled after that. You know, chemistry issues, roles weren't established. Uh, West Unsell Jr. still learning. Bradley Bill just didn't have a, a – he had an underwhelming season. So a lot of factors. It wasn't just Brad's fault. But, um, you know, a lot of guys complained about minutes and touches and, and whatnot. So can they have a, a strong start and keep it up? You know, I, I got tricked. And the thing they would, you know, go and get 50 wins after the 10-3 start. They they really were defending well and the defense tailed off. You know, they weren't able to knock down threes. Um, teams started playing zone against them. It, it was a struggle. It was a struggle after after the 10 and 3 start. So um the year before that, they were they started off two and eight with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, you know, had the the uh was it was it a thigh contusion or not a, not a thigh contusion. I forgot the injury, but it was definitely a lower body injury. And they started. They struggled. They were two and eight. It was looking really, really bad for the Wizards. And then after the All Star break, they went crazy. They won twenty. They went twenty and six. Finished off thirty four and thirty eight. Made it to the play in. Made made a push to make it to the eighth seed. And then they were gentlemen swept. But they definitely defied all the odds. And you know, from starting off, you know, two and eight and seventeen to thirty four, 
they really, really play well after the All-Star break. So let's look at the first 10 games of the schedule here, and then I'll, I'll break those down. And then some of the teams that I really want to see them match up against. Uh, some of the teams I really want to see them match up against is, is you know, the first game of the night, the Pacers, you know. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Johnny Davis versus Benedict Matherin, you know, if, if Johnny Davis gets playing time. But Bradley Bill versus Duarte, he definitely should win that matchup. Tyrese Halliburton versus uh, Monte Morris. And uh, if Miles Turner's still on the Pacers. Now, the Pacers are a team that, you know, definitely are in the draft sweepstakes. They are a rebuilding team. So that's a team they should take advantage of. But last year, they lost twice to the Pacers. The Pacers, you know, beat them. O'Shea Percet had a crazy game. It was towards the end of the season, but the Pacers definitely handled the Washington Wizards for the most part. Then they play Chicago in the second game at home. That's a great matchup. That's the Wizards are going to be battling with them if they are going to make a push for the sixth or the fifth or the fourth seed. They definitely have to leap forward the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls are definitely going to be hovering around that fifth or fourth or sixth, seventh spot of the playoffs. The Chicago, the Chicago Bulls are definitely going to make the playoffs. Demar Derozan, Lonzo Ball, um, Nikola Vucevic, Zach Levine. They have a really good team. They have a really solid roster for sure. Um, and then they play at Cleveland. It's another playoff team the Wizards are going to be battling against. Darius Garland, John, uh, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Laurie Markkinen, Karis LeVert. They have a really, really good team. They have a really solid team that's going to be competing, and they're still very, very, very young. A very young, that's on, very young team that's only getting better, only getting better. Um, then they play Detroit at home. Jaden Ivey, I can't, I'm excited to see him play. Um, he, I really want to see him play more in the summer league. Unfortunately, he got injured. Um He's the guy who I thought was the best player in the draft, pound for pound. For pound. They got a really young team, good young team with Kate Cunningham. Then they play the Pacers again at home on the 28th on Friday. Then they, they play at Boston on the 30th. They have a back-to-back, and then they play Philly at home on the 31st. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. Then they play at Philly on a Wednesday night, and then uh, Brooklyn at home. The toughest part of the schedule for me, um, it, it's they don't really – I guess the easiest part would be the beginning and the end because of the home games. But honestly, nothing really stands out. Like, you know, last year, well, they, or really that 2020 season, they had a really easy schedule. They, they kept playing the Thunder over and over, teams that were tanking. Like, the, they played the Rockets. They put a lot of teams that, excuse me, were below 500 and were tanking at the time. They were really, they played Orlando and they were really out of playoff contention. The Wizards take, took, really took advantage of it. The Wizards had like a 10-game winning streak in that 2020 season. I don't see a stretch like that in this schedule. Um, if I really had to say the toughest part of the schedule, um, they when they go on the road in February, they play at Golden State. They play at Portland. They play at Minnesota. That's right before the All-Star break. Um, of course, Todd Gibson, you know, he, co- he goes back to New York on February 24th. He goes back to New York on January 18th. So that's somewhat of a re- revenge game uh, for Taj So there's probably no Ill, Ill will between him. But the, they're really – then another West Coast road trip at the Lakers, December 18th, at Phoenix on the 20th, at Utah on the 22nd, at Sacramento on the 23rd. We just don't know what's going to happen with Donovan Mitchell. So looking at Utah, are they really going to be a tough team? They only have one national TV game, so that could be telling from the NBA because they, they just know that Donovan Mitchell is going to be trading, traded to New York or another team. 
So I, I just wouldn't say that's a tough part of the schedule, but that West Coast road trip in December definitely could be tough at Denver, at the Clippers. The Clippers are going to be good. The Lakers are going to be solid. Kind of out on the Lakers after what happened last year, just Anthony Davis being in and out of the lineup. Um, the Lakers, the chemistry there with Russell Westbrook, if he's still on the roster, who knows if they get Kyrie. But I'm just kind of I'm kind of out on the Lakers as a championship contender. So I do have us beating the Lakers at least once this year. But I would say the West Coast road trips are, are pretty daunting, you know, at Denver, at the Clippers on a Saturday night in December, at L.A. on a Sunday night on the 18th, um, at Phoenix, the Suns, who are going to be a top top three seed in the Western Conference again. You know, whenever you have Chris Paul, you're just going to be a winner um, at Utah on the 22nd. Like I said, that's that's not a really tough game. The Sacramento Kings are going to be a solid team. I think they're going to be fighting for that playing spot for sure um, on the 23rd on a Friday night at 10 o'clock. So. Though that's that's somewhat of the toughest schedule for me, toughest part. Um, and then I want to say some parts are easy at home. You got Toronto at home. There's five games in a row where you play at home in March. Toronto, the Raptors are back to back at home on Thursday, on a Thursday night and a Saturday night on a Saturday night. Then you play Milwaukee at home. That makes it tougher because Toronto's a playoff team. Atlanta's a playoff team again. So you have all these playoff teams in a row. DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, you got to play Giannis. And the Raptors are, are a playoff team. They're really going to be battling. That's that's a matchup I want to I want to see the Wizards. That's a measure stick for the Wizards too when they play the Raptors, um, the Hawks. Those are the teams they're really going to be battling with for, you know, if they make a playoff push, four seeds, four through six or four through seven. Um, so there's really no easy part where they play like Detroit or Orlando or or some of the teams that are really going to be in the lottery. They the schedule just doesn't set up like that at all. If you if you get what I'm saying, so. Um, like I said, the toughest part are, are those West Coast road trips. And then they have another West Coast road trip at Dallas in January, at Dallas, at Houston. Um, and then at the Pelicans on, on Saturday on the 28th, and they play at the Spurs on the 30th. So, um, But let's quickly do the 10-game prediction here. I don't want to hold you guys uh, too long here. So at Indiana, I'm going to say they win that, win that game. Um, Chicago at home, I'm going to say they win that game. So they start off 2-0. At Cleveland, they lose that game, a close one to Darius Garland. I'm going to say Darius Garland hits a game ceiling, uh, same game ceiling three. Detroit at home, they got to take advantage of that three and one. Indiana at home, I have them going four and one at Boston, four and two. Philly at home, four and three at Philly. Loss, four and four. Brooklyn at home, I'm going to go five and four. You know, I don't know what's going on with Kyrie. I don't know what's going on with Kevin Durant. Who's going to be on that team? So five and four um, at Memphis, five and five. That's a loss. John ja Morant, it's just it's, it's, a t- it's a tough matchup for the Wizards. They like to run and gun. And the Wizards are a slow, methodical team. Um, so at Memphis, I think they're going to get get run on a little bit. So I, I got them going five and five to start. And then they play Charlotte on a Monday night. They have a back-to-back on a road trip. I have them beating Charlotte. I'm kind of down on Charlotte. You know, they, they lost some guys. You know, I don't know what's going on with Miles Bridges and his situation, but I think that's a pretty big loss. So I think they beat Charlotte uh, and go six and five. So um, but I'm going to stop with the schedule prediction right there. Then they, I guess, I guess I would say in this part two of the schedule, I want to say it's the easiest part of the schedule, but it's really not where they have a home stand. They play one, two, three, four, five, November. They play, they have five home games in a row where it's Dallas at home, Utah at home. That's somewhat of an easy game. Then they play Memphis at home on a Sunday night on the 13th. And that's a tough game. Then they play OKC where that would be an easier game, but I can't even sleep on them with Shea Gilgis and, um, Josh Giddy, Chet Holgram. So they don't really have any cupcake games on this schedule. They really don't. Miami Heat at home, that's a tough That's a tough team. They were number one seed last year, made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and were one shot away from making the NBA Finals. Then they play Charlotte at home. So 
that part is somewhat of an easier part, but the teams that they're playing are top tier teams. So they, they'll have a lottery team that they'll play in Utah and OKC. And then they have a juggernaut that they got to play against in the heat and then the Memphis Grizzlies and Dallas is going to be solid. But the way the Wizards match up against Dallas, they usually play Dallas really, really well. So I, I have them. I have I can see them sweeping Dallas again. I really could. I can see them sweeping the Mavericks again. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it for the schedule. The games that I'm really looking forward to are against, you know, the Bulls, the Raptors, Cleveland. I want to see how they match up against the Timberwolves with uh, Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. If they roll out that Gafford versus uh, Gafford and Porzingis lineup versus Gobert and uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I really want to see how that shakes out. And then the Hawks with Jonte Murray and Trey Young because the Wizards, like I said before, they're really going to have to leapfrog the Hawks, the Bulls, to really make some noise in the Eastern Conference. You know, they want to make that push to the sixth or fifth or fourth seed. Those are the teams they're going to be battling against, like the Raptors and the Hawks, those teams. So I'm intrigued to see those games. And, of course, Steph Curry playing uh, playing them pretty early in the season. They played a Warriors. And it's not too early, but they played a Warriors January 16th on uh, MLK Day at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So, all right, you guys, I want to let you – I want to see what you guys think about this schedule. You guys can definitely comment below on YouTube. Make sure you guys leave a thumbs up and make sure you guys subscribe. So I thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.